G'day and welcome to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Podcasts. I'm Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I'd like to take you on a trip through part of the European canals accompanied by Buster, the boating beagle. This episode is brought to you by Sistership Press, who are passionate about writing and excited about books. They are always happy to talk books, so visit them at sistershippress.com. Alison Alderton is our guest author today. She was born in Chichester, West Sussex, and educated in the county, studying art, design and photography at the West Sussex College of Design, and later creative writing with NEC, Cambridge. For over 20 years, she's contributed both words and pictures to leading inland waterways publications. She belongs to several boating associations and Alison is passionate about the world's inland waterways. She is rather fond of beagles too, as you're about to find out. Introducing Alison Alderton. Boating with Buster, The Life and Times of a Barge Beagle by Alison Alderton Excerpt from Chapter 13 To the Baltic with Buzz The silver ribbon glistened and sparkled in the morning light. We were on new waters, experiencing the familiar feeling of intrepidness that Buster and I had come to relish. Beagles have a built-in sense of wanderlust always wanting to follow a scent, take a snuffle around the next corner and see what they can find. The breed and I were similar in the sense of having itchy feet, wanting to move on and explore always in the forefront of our minds, and, when the sun shone, there was nothing better than following your nose. Winding its way through a mixture of lakes and narrow cuttings, the Silver Ribbon, the River Eld, would eventually carry us towards the Elba, Stops at the tourist towns of Plowham Sea and Malshaw were followed by a diversion to the Hanseatic seat of Schwerin, although the series of long straight canal cuts to reach it seemed never-ending. By the time the Schweriner Sea was entered, storm clouds had gathered. Appearing out of nowhere, they were driven across the sky by a fierce wind that buffeted and rocked Lily. In the distance, Schwerin's fairy tale castle glowed gold against the backdrop of an increasingly darkening sky. We'd better get a move on. I don't like the look of that. My eyes were fixed on the grey smudges of rain falling off the back of the approaching clouds. Roger reached forwards and pushed the throttle down, and Lily gave us all she had. Cutting through the growing chop of the waves with her weighty bow, she raced the storm clouds across the lake. As we neared the castle, the storm closed in. Roger and I fought with ropes, gathering Lily in, secured her to the only mooring available, whilst the wind tried its best to push her off. Buster watched with concern, or perhaps it was amusement, as thunder roared, lightning flashed and the heavens opened. Halyards rattled in a mad frenzy, ropes creaked and boats jostled as the wind-driven waves violently hit their hulls. Above the rooftops of Schwerin, the clouds had begun to swirl into a great vortex. Travelling at speed, they looked intent on sucking in anything and everything in their path. Busy securing Lily, we had not noticed a harbour approaching. It was not until the last rope was fastened that we saw it. 
the lightweight glass-fibre boat bounced. It had no weight to help hold its position in the stormy waters. The German crew were all out on deck, wearing frightened expressions rather than life jackets. The skipper motored back and forth, but did not seem to want to moor. Roger stepped onto Lily and walked to the bow. Would you like to tie on to us? he shouted through cupped hands, hoping to be heard over the wind. Are these the public moorings? the helmsman yelled back. One of the children on deck had begun to cry uncontrollably. No, these are for the restaurant. I'll take your rope. You can come alongside. There was hesitation, followed by discussion between the crew. Too much time wasted in coming to a decision. A young lady hugged the crying child and pointed out Buster, which brought about a temporary let-up in the sobs. But the wind then dealt a punishing blow, pushing the boat violently sideways, and they started up again. We can't afford to eat here, the houndsman shouted as he battled with the steering. Before Roger could offer to purchase them a cup of tea and a slice of cake, he had promptly turned the boat around. We watched in disbelief as they headed onto the open lake. The child's terrified cries swept up and carried away on the wind. The wild weather held us captive in Schwerin for longer than planned. The manager of the restaurant was accommodating, having no problem with us staying on the clientele moorings, provided we ate one meal a day in the premises. Money was tight, but, being frugal with choices, costs could be kept lower than previous moorings in other towns. By eating at lunchtime or early evening, we could eat outside, which meant Buster was able to accompany us. A few days had passed before Roger and I discovered we had witnessed a tornado. It skimmed Schwerin but hit Hamburg, with loss of life and structural damage sustained. Container ships in the port had broken lines and been swept free. Devastation and destruction loomed over parts of northern Germany. At such times, contemplation took over. How lucky we had been to make safe harbour and to have been on the outer limits of the storm. As for the people in the hire boat, the public moorings they sought lay further up the lake on the outskirts of town. Roger, Buster and I spent an afternoon walking there and scanned the rows of moored boats in the harbour, but never saw them. Being on a hire boat and having to keep to a schedule, it was likely they had left days before we found out about the circumstances which had briefly brought us together. I hope you enjoyed a brief trip along part of the European canals with Alison, Buster, Roger, all on board their lovely barge, Lily. You can read about all their adventures in Alison's book, Boating with Buster. It's available on Amazon and on Alison's website, alisonauditon.com. It's also available via her publishers, Troubadour Publishing. That's all we've got time for today. My name's Jackie Parry and it's been good to have your company. If you want more great tips and advice, head on over to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Facebook page. I'll catch up with you again soon and I wish you safe sailing.